My good people, my good people, welcome back to the Bless Beyond Measure podcast show. I'm your host, CL The Source. Thank you once again for tuning in to yet another episode. And it has been a while since the last episode was created. Um, this is episode 38 of season two, and it is actually the finale of season two. I'm wrapping things up. I just kind of wanted to get on here, share some of the experiences that I've recently had. And also, before I even go any further, <clears throat> I wanted to send a sincere apology to anybody that supports and listens to this podcast and just follows me and, and really supports me as a human being because I didn't provide an update before I kind of took a long-winded hiatus. And this episode will go into further detail as to why that was and everything like that, but before even going forward, I definitely wanted to just apologize sincerely from the bottom of my heart because I did not mean to leave anybody hanging for sure and just kind of keep everybody wondering what's been going on with CL, like, you know, like where he, where is he, where'd he go? He's usually been super consistent with what he does and the content that he puts out and I want y'all to know that everything's all good, everything's great, everything's grand you know life has just been happening for me in a at a very fast pace and i've kind of had to adjust on the fly <clears throat> and uh so it's been a lot of good stuff you know uh, a lot of new experiences a lot of meeting new people networking building relationships strengthening old bonds a lot of experiences for growth a lot of learning experiences a lot of great conversations to be had and just life being lived so it's been a lot of really great stuff so just wanted to kind of provide a quick update before I kind of get into the nitty-gritty about what's been going on um, and in this finale it's kind of going to be a bang just because I want to wrap things up on a high note here of course before entering season three I got a lot of great things cooking up for season three um you know, we got some new guests coming on board that I'm excited to be working with. Um, I'm going to be bringing back some familiar faces, some familiar guests that y'all got to get a chance to know. And <clears throat> excuse me. And yeah, it's just been uh, it's been a crazy time, fun time, exhilarating, also exhausting. And I'm very happy about what's been experienced and everything like that, which, again, I'll share with you coming up in further detail in this episode but also i'm excited about what's to come i'm finally back in a place where i'm a lot more grounded where things have kind of settled in for me a little bit more so i can get back to focusing in on everything that i've been currently working on you know and dedicating more time effort energy into my craft into creating this content for all of you <clears throat> And just growing as a human being and sharing the process, sharing what's been going on in my life as I've been continuously going on that path and on that journey. I want y'all to come along with me. And uh, it's been a lot of great stuff and more great stuff coming up. Like I always say, the best is yet to come. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, all right. With that being said, kind of want to get into today's episode. I really want to explain some of the stuff that's been going on. I want to go into like a lot more detail. And uh, if you didn't already notice, I'm already kind of clearing my voice a little bit. So I have been under the weather for, for a while now. I've been fighting 
some sort of virus. It's not COVID. Um, I think it's more due to exhaustion and me just kind of uh, beating my body up. You know, I uh, <laughs> I got to be honest with you guys. I fell back into the same patterns that I used to do when I was damaging my body and when I wasn't really taking care of myself. And, <clears throat> you know, I'm paying the price now. It took me some time to to fully recover, and I'm just now starting to feel like myself. Um, now, rewind here a little bit before I kind of get into that part. I actually, the last time I created an episode was, let's see here, it was episode 37, and that was on October 11th. Wow, and it today is actually November 23rd. Wow, that is that is actually uh, longer than I thought, and you know, again, I apologize. It's it's been it's been crazy for me, but um, that's longer than I thought. And even though it doesn't feel that long, to be honest with you, like time just sped up for me. There's been a lot going on uh, in my life, and <clears throat> where I last left off, I was talking about what it means to reinvent yourself and funny enough i had an opportunity to do some traveling um which is one of the main reasons why it was harder for me to create podcast episodes and really be on social media as much as i was to kind of uh, give you an idea of like what i was going through i was hired uh by an outside company to do some work in Seattle to work with one of my really good friends. He uh, he was opening up a brand new account and it was a brand new arena out in Seattle that was for the um the uh hockey team, the uh franchise hockey team that they have over there. And uh it's called the Seattle Kraken and I was hired to basically help set up the account, help stabilize the account and just get the account off the ground and running. So with that comes a lot of work, a ton of work. You know, things are so brand new over there. Not all the systems are in place. There's a ton of new people that you're dealing with. You know, it's a lot of planning, <clears throat> a lot of physical work, a lot of conversations, a lot of delegating, a lot of leading. And it's all in all, the experience was one that I'll never forget. <laughs> it, I learned a lot about myself you know what I'm saying I, I definitely faced a lot of it, adversity and moments of questioning myself of like wow what is what did I sign up for type stuff you know and um <clears throat> excuse me and uh it was uh it was definitely an experience that I will always remember there was a lot of great times, a lot of good times, some times where it had me scratching my head. It had me wondering, like, damn, like, how am I going to get through this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I feel like I learned a lot in those moments because some of the tools that I've been cultivating my whole life, well, actually more recently, especially during the beginning of this pandemic and shelter in place and everything like that, I've really been cultivating tools like patience, um, understanding, compassion, awareness, you know, doing things from love, uh, really understanding that I'm not 
in control of so much, but one of the main things I can control is myself and how I respond to situations. And, you know, truthfully, that all helped in these moments of adversity because I, I definitely faced some situations where I was the old me probably would have just like, like fucking walked away from this shit or done some shit that like was super questionable and probably jeopardized my whole career and, you know, even damaged relationships. <clears throat> Excuse me once again. Sorry about that. Um, my voice just hasn't been the same ever since that trip. So um, please bear with me when it when it comes to that. <laughs> I've been really kind of trying to get my voice back in order. I got my cup of tea right in front of me, uh, you know, doing what I need to do to kind of get back to, to 100%. But anyway... Um, going back to Seattle, you know, I faced all sorts of different challenges that really made me look at life like, damn, everything that I've been studying, everything that I've been learning about in my life uh, recently in terms of just a higher truth, you know, finding peace, maintaining my peace, building upon my peace was challenged during this whole time in Seattle for sure. And your boy was working crazy long hours and I got to also be honest with you, like going out to Seattle, I brought a lot of my stuff that I needed to do to create podcasts. And I had this intent of <clears throat> actually creating episodes out there and remaining active on social media and doing things that I was normally doing prior to getting back to work. Um, and it was, uh, it, it didn't happen. There were times where I was just too exhausted and I felt that rather than try to manufacture some some energy out of nowhere and give you some half-assed like content and material, I said I, I, I'd much rather be well rested and you know what I said, I, I, gotta, I gotta do, I gotta take care of the task at hand right now which was the commitment I made to going back to work and helping my friend set up his account and everything that came along with that. And then when I get back home, I will focus 100% on what I needed to do. You know what I'm saying? For myself, for you, and for everybody else that follows this and that will follow this podcast. And, um, you know, it's a, it, it was a great experience overall. Like I said, uh, during those moments, I, I got to strengthen some bonds that I always knew were real bonds between t me and my brothers, man. Like, my, shout out my boy AB. Shout out my boy Renan. Um, you know, these are some dudes that are like family to me. Like brothers. Like literal brothers like that you get to choose. You know, we've been through a lot of stuff together. And this is just something else you can add to the resume. We definitely, you know, we were, um, we were back in the trenches again. You know, and uh, something about being in the trenches with folks and and knowing you can trust them to handle certain situations and have your back and all that stuff really, really strengthens bonds. And it was a really, really fun time. Also, within that time, <clears throat> I learned more about my my qualities as a leader and how I had to kind of take my time with things especially when dealing with other people um, and their needs 
I focused on being present when I was with people, listening to them, you know, whatever concerns they had and everything that was going through their minds when they were at work. And it's, uh, trust me, it's not for the faint of heart. I was delegating and I was leading a, a, a team of almost 50 people with operations all over the place. And, you know, you're placing a lot of trust in people and you're placing a lot of trust in the systems that you created and in order to carry out a successful event. And there were, we had a ton of events right off the bat uh, at this, at this new arena. It wasn't just hockey events. It was also concerts. It was all sorts of different things. You know, there was private events. So we kind of had to adjust on the fly a lot. We had to adapt. We had to, we were running on fumes. Uh, I know I was for sure. I was working almost 16 hour days sometimes. And I'm not saying this looking for pity or anything like that. I'm just merely saying this because I I remember as I reflect back on these times, I remember having to dig deep when I was tired as hell and I didn't want to do nothing no more. And I almost wanted to quit. I had to dig deep and I had to remind myself like, hey, you know what? I signed up for this. No one put a gun to my head and said, hey, you got to do this. I signed up for this. Even though my friend asked me and the company hired me. I signed up for this. I chose to be here. So why complain? And there also came a moment where I said, complaining takes about the same amount of energy as it does to uplift yourself, to get yourself in a, in a, in a better frame of mind in order to accomplish, accomplish the task at hand. So what I ended up doing was instead of pissing and moaning and crying and complaining, like probably the old me would have done, I took a little bit of time to correct my mindset and took some deep breaths, took some time to recharge, even if it was a short amount of time, and I just sucked it up and got the job done. Now, that may not always be the best approach to things, right? Because you also got to listen to your body. You got to listen to yourself. But I'm, I'm a firm believer in commitment. And, you know, that's uh, that's something I stand on. If I commit to something, I, I got to follow through because not only will the other person know that, oh, I'm not about that commitment life, but also I, I'd have to live with that. You know what I'm saying? I'd have to live with the guilt of me just not standing on my word. And, um, you know, I'm I'm doing my best to always follow through on my commitments and stand on my word and, and, and build a strong foundation for my word. Um, and I feel like I did that with this trip out to Seattle for sure. I definitely, like I mentioned several times already in this episode, faced some adversity. (laughs) Definitely. Uh, it stretched me. It was uncomfortable. It was painful at times. Um, and I think clearly it had a lot to do with <clears throat> how I'm feeling right now. 
you know, it took me some time to really kind of get back to close to a hundred percent. I'm not quite fully there yet, but, um, I'm at a place where it's manageable and I'm getting better every day and I'm doing the things better. I've also committed myself to, uh, some personal commitments that I'm going to see through and, you know, I'm going to kind of get into that right now, actually, when I, um, when I get into what happened next. So I spent about three and a half, four weeks out in Seattle. <clears throat> and then after all that, after all the work that I, that consumed most of my time over there, I ended my trip in Houston, Texas, um, for, for one of my really good friends, bachelor party. And I was with a lot of my brothers, all of my brothers actually. And, um, you know, really, really good friends that known each other for a long time. We've been through a lot together and we were there in celebration of my my homie that is getting married next year and we you know uh not to get too into detail about this, but obviously when we're hosting a bachelor party, we're there to make sure that the groom, you know, the groom to be is, is, is having a good time. So with that being said, um, you can imagine a lot of the the different um, <laughs> a lot of the different types of things we were doing in order to have fun. And I I briefly mentioned it earlier before I kind of kicked off this segment. I mentioned that I kind of reverted back to my old ways. So, um. The current state of who I am, I don't really partake in too much drinking, too much partying, too much smoking, none of that stuff. Um, but when I was out there in Houston, Texas, and even at points out there in Seattle, I was partaking in some drinking, some heavy drinking, um, a little bit of drug usage. And these were the old patterns that I haven't really kind of participated in it so long so that my my body was so unfamiliar with these substances that um I think that's also a huge reason well I know it's also a huge reason as to why I'm not even close to 100% yet and it's almost been three weeks since I've been back from that from that trip so yeah it's uh it's crazy because it taught me a lot it taught me about what I realized is that I would never even treat some, like I would never treat someone that I love the way that I was treating my body when I was out there. Meaning uh, I was abusing my body. I was damaging it by the intake of alcohol that I was taking in, you know, the drug usage, the, the lack of sleep, the lack of water, the lack of food. And just staying up late, um, not paying attention to how exhausted I was, allowing certain things to kind of affect my mental health. And, you know, I want to give myself a pass for, you know, being out there on a bachelor party because that comes along with it. But at the same time, um, I am fully aware of what I did to myself. And in those moments where I felt like shit, you know, hungover, 
and everything like that, I really came to conclusions that this is not what I want to continue to do for myself. And, you know, I, in respect to the moment, I had a lot of fun out there. I had some great times and uh, created so many great memories. And at the same time, coming back home just made me feel so grateful after such a, a long trip away from home, away from my bed, away from my family, away from my dog, away from my friends, away from everything I know, my comfort zone. And it was a, a harsh reminder, even though I had a lot of fun, it was a harsh reminder as to, you know, what I have here and, and what I'm building here. And it made me just so grateful. It made me so appreciative of everything that I have, all the love that I have, the resources that I have over here. And it just made me a lot more focused in terms of what it is that I need to do and what I want to do. And the trip was fun. So we were there for my boy's bachelor party, as I mentioned, but I was also there for Astro World. And if you're unfamiliar with what was going on at Astro World, it's a uh, it's a music festival. It's all day music festival. It was actually a two day music festival that's um, headlined by Travis Scott and you know, there was a lot of great artists that I was looking forward to, to seeing over there. And I just kind of want to get into the description of what happened at Astro World. And also, before I do that, if you haven't already kind of heard about what happened at Astro World, there was a lot of tragedies that happened. I believe it was eight or nine people that, that lost their lives um, due to diff- different reasons. And um, but mostly because um, it was it was a. Uh, a very turbulent type of festival. Travis Scott's music is is reminiscent of like a rock festival where there's mosh pits, people are violent, there's a lot of drug usage, there's a lot of alcohol consumption, there's a lot of just mixed energies and you're just crammed into this space uh, as well as having this music that's just high energy, you know, um... And it's, uh, there's a lot of potential for clashing for sure. <clears throat> a lot of jumping around. And then on top of that, it's all day affair. So people are exhausted. People are, you know, not only partaking in the drug usage and, and alcohol consumption, but also they're not really taking care of themselves in regards to drinking enough water, eating enough food, stuff like that. So you can imagine There's a lot of craziness that goes on at some of these festivals, and that's precisely what happened with this festival, and some unfortunate events really occurred, and it's really, really sad to hear, and I'm going to kind of just give y'all a detailed kind of look at my perspective from this whole Astroworld Festival. Um, So day one started off, and man... It was it was it was a ton of people, ton of people. I I don't even know the exact numbers of how many people were on these festival grounds. And what ended up happening was I saw a bunch of people running towards this fence, and um, <clears throat> it seemed like they had 
busted down the fences and just rushed the door and, and thousands of people probably got into this festival that didn't pay for the festival, that didn't get through health checks, that, you know, uh, just trampled uh, other people just to get in. Um, and it happens a lot at these festivals. It happens a lot at raves and, and even concerts, I'm sure, where they find a weak point in the security and they just attack it and a flood of people just come in. So with that being said, the the festival itself was already sold out. It was a huge event. It was something that was being planned for a long time. I believe it was Travis Scott's second go around with, uh, with the, with the Astro world festival. So, it was going to be like a bigger, a bigger festival. I, I could be wrong. It might even be like uh, maybe three or four years in. But either way, it was something I was definitely looking forward to. I'm, as I'm a huge fan of Travis Scott, I'm a huge fan of a lot of the artists that I've seen on there. There was some some cool artists that I definitely got to see, and I wish I got to see. Um, but you know, some of them being Don Tolliver, who's one of my favorite artists right now, young up and coming artist out of Houston, Texas. Um, I saw my boy Roddy Rich. I saw SZA, who was amazing. Um, and then obviously I got to see Travis Scott and then also Travis Scott brought out Drake, which was huge because, uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of, of both of their music and, and, you know, um, them as artists and as individuals in particular, but, Either way, uh, there was going to be day two, and I was looking forward to seeing um, <clears throat> like Twenty One Savage, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, and there was like, you know, like Master P. There was like some other Young Thug. There were some other artists that I was definitely looking forward to seeing, but day two got canceled because of the tragedies that I kind of briefly described: um, eight people losing their lives. I think they got trampled. Uh, Apparently, there were reports of some people drugging people, sticking, poking people in the neck with some sort of drug, and um, it just was chaos. Um, But from my perspective, um, I did have some moments of chaos, like early in the day when I was watching Don Tolliver perform his set, the, the mosh pit got pretty close to where I was at me and me and a group of friends where I was at. So when that happens, the, the people in the kind of surrounding area get pushed back and they got pushed back into me. And I was already, I was all the way in the back. Cause I'm not getting my old ass is not getting deeper into that, to that crazy ass crowd just cause I'm not about that life. I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. I'm telling y'all right now, that's uh, just not a wise move on my part teach their own if that's what folks want to do then so be it but that was something that i was not willing to do um but anyway when the show came on obviously the energy ramped up a whole lot and people were just going crazy jumping up and down they rushed the stage and then what ended up happening was i think the people that that settled up at the front they no longer wanted to be there so they were trying to get out they didn't expect that it was going to be that crazy, so they were trying to get out. So now you're getting a mixture of people rushing the stage, mosh pitting, and then people trying to exit too in this in this very tight space. Um, picture being stuck on a crowded elevator, like where you're just jam packed, and the elevator goes out and you can't move, and that's really kind of the 
the situation that I was going through early on in the day, there was a point where I was I was anxious. I was starting to feel claustrophobic. I was starting to feel like uh, angry. I was starting to feel like um, like why the fuck am I here? And I, I I started to feel these emotions pop up in my head like fuck. And I was stuck. I couldn't move. And um, then you know something clicked. Something clicked where I just told myself, regardless of what's going on here, I signed up for this. I came here. I chose to be here. Why be mad? Why be angry? This is what I chose to do. I like again, no one put a gun to my head and told me that I need to be here. I chose this. I paid for this. So it was very reminiscent of what happened in Seattle when I was going through all that adversity over there. Obviously, it's a different type of adversity, but it's adversity nonetheless. And there was a point where I just said, fuck it. I'm here. I'm going to make the best of the situation. Why? Why complain and just fucking live it up? And I ended up switching my mindset and that made a huge difference because rather than being angry and you know get violent like the old me probably would have i i just enjoyed i was like you know what man i'm gonna just jump in up and down to this music i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get the people around me to have fun too and also something that was funny that i did was um because we were getting pushed around so much i kind of rallied up the people that are around me because i broke up with my group like with my group of friends we kind of just got pushed away and it was crazy so i was around a couple of my friends but some of my other friends were i don't even know where they were at but there were some moments where um i, I had to rally up the people around me i said hey all right y'all like we're not gonna just let people push us we're not just gonna let people trample us so we got to get active right like so i rallied them up and I was like, hey, y'all, we're not letting nobody push us. So on three, we're going to push back. One, two, three, push. And then we were just pushing. And next thing you know, we started swaying. We all started having hella fun. Everybody around like started having hella fun. You start seeing people smiling more. Start people having a good time, feeling the music, really enjoying the moment. And then eventually, once the music stopped and things calmed down, everybody kind of you know, dispersed and, and a lot of space opened up and it was back, it was back to being fun again, you know, and I, it made me realize that life is like that. Life is, it can get turbulent. It can get hectic. It can get chaotic. It could get all these things. It could get wild. It could get, it could feel like it's just madness all around us. But then you get these moments and these pockets of peace. You get these pockets of normalcy whatever that means to you you get these pockets of uh these great experiences of life and it's just all in all that's the experience there's ups downs lefts rights you know all sorts of different directions that life is going to throw us into and really like that is the experience of life and you can't well the only thing you really can do is change your perspective on what's going on. And that's where the power lies, I feel like. Because 
sometimes, actually most oftentimes, there's so much out of your control. Like in that situation, I couldn't control all these people, you know, coming my way, pushing me, this and that, or us being jam-packed in a, in a tight space like that. But what I could control is how I looked at it, how I approached it. And when I did do that, when I switched it to how I wanted to look at it as a good thing, that I was here, I was that I was just going to have fun, then everything changed for me. And my entire experience changed. And it was it was a great time. I look back at that situation as a, a really, really fun time. And um, although, you know, later on or the next day, actually, I found out about all those tragedies. I, um, I, uh, <clears throat> it was, it was, it was really tough to kind of hear about that. It was, I was deeply saddened. I was deeply affected by it. And people were reaching out to me like, are you okay? Like, I know you're at the Astro World Festival. Like, are you good? Are you good? Like, is everything okay with you? Are you harmed? And fortunately, thank God, uh, I wasn't. Neither was any of me and my friends. So, and we didn't get into any fights, you know, and there were none, none of that stuff happened. And, um, we were, we were all good. You know, my, my friends were, we were safe. We all got home together. Uh, we were able to continue the weekend and, uh, it was crazy, you know, like watching Travis Scott and Drake perform was a super dope highlight. And unfortunately all that stuff happened and I didn't know at the time because I was on the I was on the far outskirts this time around because I just did not want to get I just did not want to get washed up into all of that craziness that goes on over there and thankfully I made that decision to kind of stay more on the outskirts. Um because who knows, I could have been one of those people that, that lost their lives. And you know, with that being said, there was there were a couple moments during that festival where I came to realization that, yo, if I do end up dying from this shit, from from the the craziness or whatever happens, like I just accept that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna obviously go down, go down with. I'm not gonna go down without a fight type shit or whatever like that. But um, and I'm gonna fight for my life. But if indeed this time is indeed my time to go then I have to, I had to accept that. And, um, yeah. So with that being said, when I, when I made that decision that like, if I do end up dying, I said, fuck it, I'm going to have, I'm going to have as much fun as I can, I can have. And I'm just going to fucking live my life and I'm just going to enjoy because if I do ultimately die, I'd rather go out on a high note. And that was something also that taught me a lot because that, that impermanence of life or that just, we never know when we're going to die, you know, and we're all going to eventually pass away at some point in our life. We just don't know when, but it just made me realize how finite our time is on this, on this planet, on this earth and in this life, in this body. And it just made me realize that I want to take advantage of as many moments as possible and, do things that matter to me, do things that I love doing and be around the people that I love and try not to 
be so caught up in in negativity or anger or you know any of that stuff or even in fear because our life is so short we hear it all the time you know so that made me realize that too and um yeah but it was a it was a wild weekend it was a wild time it was a wild trip um i reverted back to my old ways in a lot of in a lot of different ways and um uh, it uh it was exhausting it was taxing on my body for sure and i'm definitely paying for it now and uh but again i feel like i'm closer to 100 percent than i was when i first got back and um i'm just thankful that i have time to kind of recuperate re rejuvenate myself and also um <clears throat> Also, I just kind of, uh, I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm happy that nobody was harmed. I'm happy to be back. And now that I'm back, not only have I like recovered fully, almost fully, but I've also, um, got a lot of great things cooking up over here too. I'm back to work with the Golden State Warriors. If you don't know, I, I work with the Golden State Warriors. Um, there's a couple of, complications that i'm ironing out at the moment and everything like that but it's great to be back in that environment um and just seeing a lot of familiar faces with everything kind of going on with the pandemic shutting stuff down i was on the shelf for almost a year and a half basically a year and a half almost two years and um it it's it's been a huge time for adjustment for me because it's been so long since i had to really go at full speed and work and do things like that where it's physical and be in you know uh be present with a lot of other people dealing with a lot of different situations putting out fires um utilizing my own personal resources to you know help contribute to the success of the whole entire operation type stuff so it, it, it's it's depleting in that regard but it's also refreshing to be back and it's also it also feels great to be back and 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 working with the team again and uh, i'm excited so that's something that uh, i'm definitely um hyped up about i'm definitely looking forward to continuing to build upon and uh yeah as far as as far as the podcast and the brand that i'm building i now am back into my fold i can start to spend more time more energy and get back into that creative space that i love to be in and really build my network more and more over here so with season three around the corner kind of want to give you all an idea of what's gonna what's to come i got some great guests i'm not going to drop who who I'm, I'm having on this podcast but i got some great guests coming up that y'all are gonna really like enjoy uh i have some amazing solo episodes with some great content that i've already kind of been cooking up in my own mind and um i'm just gonna continue to share what i got going on in terms of the growth and in hopes that that helps you out you know what i'm saying i want everything that i talk about to be relatable and i want it to to be able to help you and hopefully everything that I spoke about uh, within the the meat and potatoes of this episode, hopefully that helps you out and, and in some sort of way or some sort of fashion. And, you know, in conclusion, I, I just realized that life throws so many curveballs at you and you have to be ready to adjust and adapt. And, and the, the way to stay to, to get ready is to to stay ready. 
to just be in the flow of things, to just always be uh, aware of what's going on, um, how you fit into the equation, and just trusting yourself and, and, and continuing to cultivate these these tools within yourself to help you find out more about yourself, to become the best version of yourself um, continuously and aspire to just just be better every day, you know. And um, for me, it was, it was really, really good to know that I can access these different parts of who I was and I can apply it to different situations, you know what I mean? Like all the experiences that I've had in my life help me um, – triumph over a lot of these adversities that I faced and it was uh it was a great test um I learned a lot I'm happy to have experienced all of it I'm blessed in so many different ways and so are you and we're all blessed that's something that I always try to remind people of and if I haven't said that recently or if you haven't heard that recently on um, one of my episodes over here one of the main reasons why I even call it the call my podcast the Bless Beyond Measure podcast is because I want to remind you just how blessed you are. If you're able to access this and listen to this, that tells me you got a phone. That tells me you have some access to money. You have, you know, you have the bare essentials, probably even more than the bare essentials. And that in itself is a huge blessing. It's something to be grateful for. And you can always do more. If you want more, there's always a path to getting what you want or doing what you want to do. So just keep that in mind and, you know, um, keep moving forward. Keep living your life. Keep being open. Keep putting out the energy that you wish to receive and it will come. And I am a walking example of that. I'm a living example of that because when I've changed my perspective on things and, I, and I've chose to put out good energy, more, more often times than not, good energy has returned back to me. And I'm going to continue doing that and, and in hopes of inspiring others and living a, a fulfilling life and uh, a life worth living. But with that being said, I'm going to wrap up today's episode. I thank you all so much for tuning in. This is a, a longer-winded episode, so if you made it all the way to the end, I sincerely appreciate y'all. And um, Season 2 has been great bringing to you. I can't believe I did 38 episodes in Season 2. <laughs> so I'm about to kick off Season 3 here in, in just a little while, working on things, and uh, be on the lookout for that. And uh, be on the lookout for a lot of exciting stuff that I got going on with the podcast, with the brand. Uh, you can find all the updates on Instagram, on Twitter, um, on Twitter, on my at BBM pod life on Instagram. I'm on at bless beyond measure podcast. You'll find out all the updates of the recent episodes, the latest episodes, all the new things that are cooking up. And then you'll just get a lot of great doses of positivity and love on that thing. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, that I'm going to continuously always share. Um, and just, just as a, just try to try to be a beacon of light. In a, in a world that needs it more more now than ever, I feel like. So um, with that being said, thank you again for tuning in. I love y'all. Stay up, stay safe, and stay blessed, y'all. Big love. Peace.